Hi, I'm Keegan and this is A Bunch of Gamers. This is our 86th episode of Werewolf the Apocalypse 20th Anniversary Edition. Justice. I'm going to go around and have my players introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Sam. I play Korra. She's an Aruna in the Geta Fenris. I'm Tyler and I play Kyle, also known as Guards the Low. He's a Philodox of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm Adam. I play Mark Guides the Fallen and he's a third of the Children of Gaia. Hi, I'm George. I'm playing Roy Mindscape. He is a Ragabosh with the Stargazers. Hi, I'm Sean. I play Zeb, speaks in sweet whispers. He is a Theurge of the Silent Striders. Hello, my name's Thomas. I play Dimitri Howells in Memory, Lupus Galliard of the Bone Nars. After summoning an incarnate of truth, the packs enter followed a pathway of maggots vomited forth from the guru of the Karen, spewing their truths and purging the lies from their souls, before following it off into a spirit realm with a great statue. The statue claimed to not bring ascension, but dissension. Roy Mindscape placed his arm within the statue, and the statue bit it off, granting him a gift. Returning, Roy had his arm restored by the incarnate of justice. As the Garu gather around and wonder what happens next, especially now that Carson faces the storm, has revealed the truth that he died and was resurrected by a mage. And so you hear Malcolm shout out, Carson, your machinations could have destroyed this Heron. And from the background, you hear Tatiana go, Murder him! Take him down! This elder is worth nothing! And then you all hear the sudden roar of Howling King as he is in Krynos, his eyes filled with unending rage as he rushes Carson, faces the storm in a frenzy. What do you do? A court? I think we'll try to stop uh, Howling King. Okay. Cora, you are in Hamid form, so I need you to spend a point of rage before you do a strength or a dex brawl to try and grapple him. Hey, hey. Yep, you tackle him and you get a good hold as he gets slammed down into the snow. Cora just just shouts, we're going to do this the right way. And Malcolm... Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. (laughs) Through rights. As Malcolm calls out, Peace! He has fooled this Karen, and death may very well be his fate. But we need to know more. I do not have the gift, but Fate Dancer does. She can smell the magic about him. See what it is like. As you see Carson's flesh in Hamid form becoming almost leprous and rotting off of his body as he shifts into Glabro form, and you see his body rapidly regenerating the damage that's being done to him. Evan speaks up, going, I agree with Malcolm. This thing, this half-lifed creature, we should examine it, as Carson snarls at the concept of being called it, and try and discover more. And older brother has a history of dealing with magical things. I believe it is his, it is our place to study him before Albrecht calls out. That's bullshit, Evan. It, it, even if 
this verban or whatever the hell it is is benevolent the fact is is that carson almost caused this karen to fall and as a silver fang i believe it is our right to either hunt him in the hunt or given his unnatural state to place him under the guise of the vengeful fangs of gaia howls of fear speaks up i believe that this one should be destroyed it is unnatural though it has opened my eyes on other judgments that must happen here. As you hear others, another call out, one of the members of Older Brother going, Perform the rite of the Winter Wolf on him. If his body degrades, he is still an elder. Let him fight for Gaia once more before he dies. Let him die honorably and kill as many worm creatures as possible. You hear another member of Older Brother going, Destroy it. It is an unnatural thing crafted by a namer a weaver thing it taints this holy place just with its existence another calls out the Gorel. do not be blind yourselves brothers and sister the Gorel brought resurrection and they were destroyed for it and we have weakened guy as a whole can we say to make the same mistakes with this carson faces the storm when an elder has been gifted back to us and he could do great things for the karen for the nation even if it is not here Kyle will speak up at that. Even though he has been given back to us, regardless of the namer's intentions, Carson chose to do what he did. That in and of itself deserves punishment, regardless of whether he is Garu or It or what have you. Punished, sure, but perhaps not placed, put to death. We were speaking of putting to death elders simply for knowing that he had existed and exerted will here. But for having done those things, that would not be worthy of death? Perhaps. As you hear others going, Yes, but perhaps a, a punishment right more fitting, as I said, the right of the winter wolf. Have him charge into a spiral Karen, kill as many as he can, before being brought down by the hive. Mark would speak up, but who's to say we'll know that he'll truly be gone if he'll truly be dead? What if he were to be just a puppet for this mage? Then is there any point in killing him at all? If that is the case, if this mage controls him and will bring him back. If we could kill the mage, we could make sure that Carson would not be brought back. As you see, you hear Tatiana laugh. <laughs> we could definitely do it. How many are you willing to sacrifice for it? I think the question is how many are willing to sacrifice themselves for it. I'm sure many will. Just thinking, if everyone here is so concerned about Garu dying, and if that one there, she nods over to Kyle, is concerned about two elders being killed, or three elders being killed, I think you are willing to pay far more in blood to rid yourself of Carson than you realize. Nexus Crawler's wish they could bend the world like the namers do. Out of character, yeah, we honestly don't have a lot of experience with mages. So, I figured why, why the heck not just throw it out there. <laughs> Fair enough. We need to find out about this mage regardless. Mages are a threat to Karens. They drain the gnosis of these places to power their will working. Malcolm speaks up. Carson, as you see several Garu grab him by the arms as they hold him up as he looks up and growls in his Krynos form. Did you tell 
No. Once more, who has a truth earring? Who has gifts to allow them to detect lies? I have an earring. As do I. Then listen to his words again as I ask again. For we must be certain. Carson, did you tell the namer of where this place is? I did not. Alright, roll your gnosis for these. You detect no lie. You also detect no lie, Zeb. He doesn't seem to be lying. Howls of fear speaks up. Then he at least regards the litany to some degree. We'll have to determine the level of crime and level of punishment, but he should be punished. As he looks over Fomori's Bane, the Infernal Alphas, I request that you speak to us and tell us everything. Everything. Every scrap of information. To myself, the king here, heals the past, and worm herder. We will decide his fate. Of course. As you move to a more secluded area of the Karen, and the elders take Krinos or Hispo form to sit in the cool snow to look over you, to listen to your story. And so the packs began to speak up of their investigation into Carson, revealing their anger and lessons not quite learned. Roy Mindscape told the, uh, stopped the Strider, and there was a fight that broke out, which spread lies, causing people to come here to try and overtake our sept. They spoke of their concern and their confusion. Regards to the low came to me and spoke of behaviors. I do not know these elders. I had never met them before. On a whim, because we saw no spirits interacting in the cairn, an ancestor or any else, I engaged the visions of Duat and saw the form of a perfect wolf move upon the snow, only revealed when you look for the ghosts of the dead. Enter the cairn and leave. We researched this over time. No names, no attribution. I couldn't believe it. I'd never seen anything like it. We spoke to Fate Dancer. We went to the Silent Strider Moot and, stalk, and, and talked to more people there. Most thought that never a ghost had entered a cairn. It must be an ancestor spirit. It must be some kind of interaction. Again, we maintained anonymity. At that point, I left to learn a right to bring us beyond the second veil. Upon my return, we found this. We found manipulation on the part of faces the storm in our minds, his voice in our heads, making us say things and do things and vouch for him, until we crossed the second veil again and saw a twisted form of an Exodus crawler return here and in desperation called upon a spirit of truth to try to fight the worm and its machinations and bring us back to the path of Gaia and hopefully victory. They processed their emotions and came to new understandings about their motives. It was the loss of Winterfang that revealed an urgency in me. As I stated during the influence of the Incarna, I pushed for an alliance between the Sept of the Sacred Stone and the Sept of the Five Mirrors because they are focal points of Gnosis that help cage a great evil that lies underneath North America. And I made a pact that I would find and protect these cairns. But part of that pact was that I could not reveal that Five Mirrors was one of these cairns. Unfortunately, we all know what was stated. 
The events at Winterfang threatened this alliance, and I feel selfish now for pushing it so, because I feel my want for a unified nation was blinded by my mission. So I pushed for the retaking of Winterfang, rather the putting of rest of Winterfang. I pushed for the investigations of the strange occurrences in the Sept, and in my blindness I even pushed for a strider to spread lies. And their exasperation of all that had transpired. I've already spoken at length about many of the things I remember. All of them remain true, with the exception of me believing that Carson could be innocent, which of course I was compelled to say. How's the fear go? How's the fear go? Could you elaborate? Well, Carson is an elder Philodox of the Silverfangs. He has many gifts that can compel even Garu to do as he wills. I would have thought this would have been more known. It even is... I, as an Adrian, have some ability. It is somewhat known, but we wanted to hear you say it. For the record. Yes, of course. But to have us speak while he was there. But no matter. When he showed up, I took note of everything he said, so that I could throw it back in his face when all was said and done. So here is that. There was no scent of the worm on the spirit we followed into the deep umbra, no scent of the worm on the ghost we fought. My earring of truth rung loud when he claimed the bane was pushed into the deep umbra, and rang again when he spoke about the bane that tricked us. We did the rite over his body, I spoke at that rite, days after he had died. And Helen King's eyes changed in front of me, from Carson's eye color back to his. Thank you, Kyle. They spoke of the magical nature of Carson's body. I knew that something was wrong with Carson when he first appeared to us, and when I spoke disbelief, I saw a blemish on his skin. And that was when I I saw that something was off. But as as Kyle said, I was also compelled to keep my silence. And I have gifts of a gift of perfect memory. I knew that he was dead, but he compelled us to stay silent and to speak favorably on his behalf so that his machinations could come to fruition. How is the fear then speaks up? Mindscape. Carson spoke highly of you after his leech hunt when he brought the body to the Karen. Were those lies? Did you aid him in this endeavor? Yes, I did aid him in killing a leech. It was a leech that attacked me quite personally. So in a manner of speaking, he is honorable, but at the same time, when he first appeared to us while we were non-Garu, he, sm- he had the smell of worm on him, yet it was not upon him. It was a smell I was not familiar with, and so I didn't trust him. But as everyone else has been stating I was compelled. How is the fear leans for and goes? How did this leech attack you personally? Old family. Let's prior see. to my first change. I see. Tatiana then growls and goes, How is the smell different from normal worm taint? What made it so? It wasn't different so much as it was being driven from him. It was as if the worm taint was trying to latch on 
but was unable to, and so following Carson. Interesting. Malcolm goes. Very well. I still believe that we should get Fate Dancer or one of the other members of the tribe who have the gift sense magic to try and smell about him. Try and get a sense of what kind of magic it, the namer used. All the same. You all have had the most experience with him, you six. I wish to hear each of your opinions on what should be done to him and how he should be dealt with, given how entangled your fates seem to be with his. I think Carson was a fool, but I understand his end goal. I understood his end goals. They weren't necessarily wrong. It was just every action he took to gain it. Even now, the only reason he came back was because he felt some responsibility and came back here was because he felt some responsibility for what he had done and felt he could prevent the deaths of Garu that he felt were needless. All that being said, I do not appreciate the compulsion, nor the lies about where he came from, but I think he truly believes they were the right things to do. The elders nod, contemplating. Though faces the storm, return to take some sort of responsibility for what he had done. What he had done can still not be ignored, regardless of his gifts, regardless of his endgame, and regardless of his motive. The litany has been brushed too many times, and the veil has almost been broken countless times. It's too big of a risk, not only for this cairn, but for other cairns, like mine. He should be punished as Garu should be punished. They nod with, how is the fear going? I appreciate the candor. Mark will just kind of bow his head to the ground and proceed himself back. Zeb will stand up. Destroy him! Now! Do not wait! Do not tarry! The darkness grows within good people and they will turn on you. They will whisper in people's ears. They will do things that are so depraved they will never know it. It is a creature. It is corrupted. It will bring us our fall. One lie took this cairn down. So many people here to, say, to, to seize it. Destroy it! Don't let it go! Don't let it continue! You see a grin form on Tatiana Guts the Weak that goes from ear to ear, and she leans forward. Your insight is greatly appreciated, and I believe your passion will feed this tribunal. Your wisdom is great, and your decisiveness is respectable. I appreciate your insights speaks in sweet whispers. You'll just bow and sit down. Coral, speak up. While having good intentions at heart, the actions that you take to pursue those intentions must have the same level of purity, for, for lack of a better word, as those intentions. Carson's actions were not what this Karen needed to get to where it should be. Whether it is what some believe as completely balanced or what others believe as one rule, it doesn't matter. His actions were wrong and he de deserves to be punished for those actions. He should have made better choices. He should have thought them out instead of going and becoming as tainted as he did. 
you saw his body when we were speaking about him, how it deformed and how it sloughed off, and he had to change into his hispo form to or glabro form to keep it from happening. We know that there is something wrong with him and that something was caused by those actions, regardless of his intentions. He is tainted by the worm, and Litany says, wherever it dwells, wherever it breeds, and I will not have it dwell in this cairn. And Cora will sit down. Malcolm speaks up, his voice soft and kind, as he looks up and goes, Housing memory. He died in your cairn, and that was the inciting incident for all of this. I know you may struggle with answers, but we would like to hear your insights. In my eyes, Carson faces the storm, died in the retaliation against the worm for the fall of my sept. This thing that's that's stood and stands before us that speaks with us is not Carson. Carson, it is a pale imitation that tarnishes that tarnishes his name. So you believe we should forego punishment rights and kill it outright? Yes, because it is not Garu. It is it is something else. It is not Carson. It should be destroyed outright and sent to whatever pit that it crawled out from. Thank you. Heals the past speaks up. You've spoken of Carson's honor, even though your packmate believes he is not Guru, that this is some otherworldly thing, Roy Mindscape. Do you believe that no mercy should be shown this thing? Do you believe it is still Garu? Do you believe it should be punished as such? When speaking with Carson, or who we believe is the face of Carson, he seems true to his word, but resurrecting from the dead, having the smell of worm, and everything else that has come to pass, I must follow my alpha in this, as well as my packmate, and say no mercy. The details just line up in such a way. I can't see anything else. And while he is honorable in action, does not mean that he is not without fault and is not wormish. Understood. Thank you. We will continue to deliberate here for a few moments. If you don't mind, start heading back to the Karen. You will herald the others and let them know that we will reach our decision soon. I wish to give the elders some words to ponder upon while they deliberate. Faces the storm is was unwittingly brought into this as much as any of one of us was when that mage resurrected him. Don't think of this as a punishment, but think of it more as a mercy. Though it is a reflection, it is still a reflection of Faces the Storm, and we should at least consider that. Thank you. We will think on your words. Thank you. As you guys start trekking back to the the Karen, as you see several Garu, as you see several looking at you expectantly, some seem to be looking behind you expecting to see elders come and don't see any, as you see kind of disappointment in some of the crowd, curiosity in others as they're all looking over. You see Teresa looking over, still caged by other Guru holding her prisoner as with Regender and Howling King who has now regained himself and from his frenzy as he looks over in an anxious twitch as you see the kind of you see a kind of 
anger in him, a boiling anger that is not far off from any Arun, but it is certainly closer to the surface for the Silver Fang tonight. They are finishing their deliberations, and we'll be here soon. As you see some nods, you hear grumbles from others as they sort of disperse, as you see several of your setmates standing around, contemplating, as they're trying to wonder, they're working through what to do now after all that truth had been spilled. What would you guys like to do? Kind of in passing, uh, Mark would like to maybe converse with some of these Garu that are kind of wrestling with, uh, you know, what do I do now with all this truth that has been revealed? Okay. Anyone in particular? So, let's see, setmate. Who, who would be in front of me then, pretty much? like. Let's say the one closest to you is uh, Calls the Knight, a lupus athro of older brother. Calls the Knight, you look perplexed. Is there any way I could help? Strange. Haven't felt this much truth, this much openness since I ran with my pack before the first change. It is different. It is foreign. I dislike its foreignness. Hmm. I think I understand. With this kind of truth-bearing, it's more difficult than simply being truthful. These were truths that were hidden beneath layers and layers of things, whether they were lies that were known or whether lies that were subconscious to help feel one make one feel better now definitely as a lupus these feelings that you have you're probably not the only one to be going through them but be known but know that you can come to me or any other of the Hamid if you need to talk about these weird feelings that you might have Sometimes a very basic thing can be pretty complicated. I disagree with you, Tuleg. It is oh? it is those who overthink that complicate simple things. They see complexity in simple things. The truth is that if we were simply truthful as the wolves, none of this would have happened. If we ran and we hunted together, none of this would have happened. These feelings come because the familiar has been made unfamiliar. When was the last time you simply looked someone in the eye and told them exactly how you feel, and they could sense exactly how you feel, for your language was in your very smell, things you could not hide, your anger, your sadness, your joy, leaping out of you in bursts of scent? Have you tried to live like that? I can't say that I have. Why not? You talk of hiding ourselves in lies being a problem, but are not lies of omission lies all the same? Do they not obfuscate not just the truth to those you try and fool, but also obfuscate the feelings you hold within your own heart? How many layers, how many masks do you hide within your own heart, even from yourself, to hide away things such as pride when do you do, th have you ever done things in pride and told yourself that you did them out of duty? Have you ever done things out of anger and told yourself that you did them in the name of justice? How can you be sure of your own truth 
if you do not smell the feelings upon yourself as you feel them, to be truly blind to lies and to place yourself out there so that the world knows you for who you are. Well, that certainly must be just an issue with my breeding. As a hominid, I come from the humans, and it's definitely a game that they play this masks that you speak. Certainly you know more than I do. You say it is in your breeding. Can you be sure of that? Can it not be your pack? The large pack that resides behind the Karen? The pack the pack of steel dens and carven veins with the running insects of metal? Have they not taught you to hide yourself, to hide truth, because they feel that their infinite pattern would break down? Is not radical love, radical hate, open honesty, just a weapon to destroy comfort and order unearned? Mark's just gonna look at her with a very bewildered look and of surprise. Certainly you live up to your auspice. This is certainly things that I have yet to ponder upon, but yet you seem to be decades ahead of me on contemplation for it. Here I thought I could help, and it seems that I have no words for you. You had lots of words for me. They were just not the words you expected. You expected to give knowledge with your words, not receive knowledge with them. Most true, most true. And I have learned a lot. I am happy for you. Don't forget to say I love you to those who may not be able to hear it tomorrow. For that is what it means to be Guru. And that is what it means to be honest all the time. Because all too often, I love you becomes I miss you forever. Meanwhile... Roy approaches Louis Earthwalker. Mindscape. Louis Earthwalker, how are you doing? Well, looks around at the giant mass of Garu, two of his elders being held, and Howling King being held now due to his frenzy. I will be honest with you, friend. I could be better. We all could. But how are you physically? Oh, fine. I have... Didn't get too beat up in the fighting, thankfully. I was away in some instances doing some more of my spiritual journeys, trying to learn more about the tribes that have inhabited this place historically, and some who have come more recently. Well, I make, I'm sure you're making headway. You've always been a enlightened one. <laughs> I appreciate it, but... I, I will say that I'm here... Uh, since you've already offered, I'm here to take you up on that offer to learn the rite of contrition. Oh, yes, I can certainly teach you the rite of contrition. It's a simple rite. It shouldn't take more than a week to learn, I would think. Be very helpful, and it is a good rite to have. It's easy for Guru, especially Guru of the more, as he looks over at the Geta Fenris army, martial tribes, to refuse to accept that perhaps they were in the wrong. And so it's always good for the Garu to learn it. Apologies help dampen the rage between us, I always say. Apologies are a must if you are in my position, always making, you know, choices of, I can't think of the word, damn it. Um, Louis goes pick and fights. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I see, well. I absolutely can teach you 
the rite of contrition. How about we start tomorrow, as the day has already started to grow long, and I fear things will remain busy for the remainder of the evening once judgment has been rendered. I think it's going to be a busy while, Oh, no matter what the judgment is rendered. Oh, for certain. But, well, I doubt there's enough hours in the day to get you started. Rights take no. take a dedication to learn, friend. Well, I'll be dedicated tomorrow. Sounds good. Meet me on the South Trail. We can walk and talk, and I'll give you the basics of the right, and the spiritual connections and the history of it as your first parts of the lesson. And then, in the next few days, we'll be closer into the cairn, and then we can start performing acts of the right so that you can begin to train yourself to use it from memory. Sounds good to me. See you tomorrow at the South Trail. See you tomorrow on the South Trail. Remember to wear a jacket. It's bitterly cold, and the Hamids don't take too kindly to Glabro form to warm up. Eh, I'll see you in Glabro. The veil shall not be lifted, Roy. Even the rite of contrition uh. can't for- <laughs> can't bring forgiveness from that one. Yeah, you got me. All right, I'll see you then. See you tomorrow. All right, Kyle. So, Kyle is going to approach Steven. Okay. Steven. Hey, Kyle. He's kind of wiping away a few tears. Are you alright? Yeah, yeah. That just... That just kind of leaped out of me. Well, uh, let's talk about it some, yeah? Yeah, sure. Let's talk about it some. I am so sorry that I failed you. Failed me? Come, come on, Kyle. <laughs> no. You're, you're my friend and my brother, and I failed you. I will be here for you no matter what happens. I know. Just... Uh, I wish... I wish you knew how much I know, but how... how uncomfortable I feel walking with you around being the people I protect because the skin I walk in isn't the skin I'm born with. And to spend the most of time with you being the most productive i can't be in the skin i was born in i always walk as something that is a part of me but is different than the me i see in my mind's eye you're right i don't know what that's like but i can be here for you through it and although we can't always be productive in that form when we're here at the sept that's the that's the form we can be in together <laughs> I, I thought I was done crying tonight. <laughs> Not on my watch. <laughs> Z shifts into Krynos and you just see the tears kind of streaking into the fur and freezing a little bit towards the bottom, getting a little frosty. Uh, Kyle will also shift and then give him a big Krynos bear hug. <laughs> Z kind of laughs and then hugs you back and just kind of almost whimpers. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. Of course. And if ever this sept can't be your home, then it can't be mine either. As he clutches you a bit tighter. I think Kyle will return it. Zeb, you're approached by Mark. Guides the Fallen. Speaking sweet whispers, glad I was able to find you. I'm here to help you out with your challenge. I remember you saying you needed help with that before uh, we summoned the Incarna and we had other things arise. Absolutely. About a ancient guru long past hunts from above i knew you had spoken to the river spirits here 
and others, especially when you came forward talking about the health of this place. And I figured it was a place to start with somebody that knew them, because I'm, I'm a stranger everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, I know in the teaching of the Rite of Rivers Grace, uh, Malcolm and I uh, were interacting with the river spirit, and it seemed very ancient, perhaps the most ancient spirit here, next to the totem. But perhaps we could converse with him. I think that sounds like an, an excellent place to start. And we're going to have to wait for the verdict to come, right? We're not. Yeah. I, I yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. I think that sounds excellent. There's only one other person I want to check in with. And once the verdict comes, then, then uh, I think we should begin. Of course. Don't want to strike any more irons as we should. It's been quite a December 7th. Certainly has. So you approach Fate Dancer, Zeb. Fate Dancer, Rhea. Let me know what you need. That's all. You've certainly done much. I hope. I bear a great deal of responsibility for what happened here. <laughs> Still, it's... It is impressive. I would expect no less from one who was born under Ruatma, the embodiment of diplomacy and strategic thinking. You wear your symbol well. Here and there. That was all. Hopefully something comes of this. As I said, I know little of namers, but if there are things I can find out or do for you, just let me know. I will. And I'll continue upon the challenge that you've given me. (laughs) Good, good. You see the elders starting to approach the Karen, all of them grave, stone-faced. Howls of fear bellows out. We have come to our judgment. Carson faces the storm has been deemed not a Garu, and thus will not face any punishment rights. But he cannot be allowed to leave. As the whole Karen starts to grab him, as he shifts into Krynos form, getting ready to fight, as, you know, fucking Brian Firstwolf shows up, aced out with his clave, going, nope, as Carson's body gets stabbed through and you hear Brian Firstwolf going, it's best for a silver fang to end a silver fang. Rip! The blade comes spilling out as you see charred organs spill out the side of Carson as he collapses. As you see them trying to crawl back in with his rage roll, and before he can get up, Brian swings the clave and decapitates the Garu as his head flies through the air, shifting back into Hamid and landing into the snow, and the body falling down with spilt blood and organs. Malcolm then calls out, We have also come to a conclusion on Howling King, Fate Dancer, and Final Days. The whole Karen goes silent. And Howls of Fear goes, We will perform the Rite of Satire on Final Days and expel him from this Karen forever. He will allow to be a child of Gaia but he will be a child of Gaia out of here, and his return will be punishable by death. Teresa Fate Dancer, you will not be on any Elder Council of this Karen until you reach the rank of Elder. You have shown grave error in your judgment in going with Final Days' plans for your own tribe's benefit and your own benefit. This is... Our judgment. 
Howling King, what we have gathered of ghosts, the possession being able to be done to other Garu, you will be allowed to live. You will not be able to hold any Karen position in this or any other Karen for one year and a day. Cleanse yourself and prove yourself worthy, and only then will you be allowed to return in the ranks of the community. As for how positions of power in this Karen are doled out, Albrecht kind of speaks up. Though Malcolm conquered this place, we believe many here should have a say in how this Karen is formed. You will be able to speak your own truths among yourselves, to either form a council, a single elder, or any other way to lead yourselves as you see fit. Older brother will have many more Baru who come here and live here, but the voices of those who were here before will also be heard, but they will be lessened. This is our judgment, for justice must be done, and the just thing is to return what was stolen. And I, Jonas Albrecht, Dian King, acknowledge that my tribe stole this Karen from older brother. We acknowledge that we gave it to the children of Gaia to save face. And we acknowledge that for too long, older brother has been spit upon, trying to return to their ancestral home. Older brother should determine how this Karen is run. And those who stay are now, are now visitors and permanent residents of a Karen that was controlled by older brother. They can adopt the the rights of older brother as older brother sees fit. They can change the rights that older brother sees fit. And we come together as one nation. But we must hurt, heal the hurt first. There is no melding, no true cultural and brotherly exchange between the tribes until the power imbalance created by our claws and fangs have been healed. This is our judgment. And he steps back and the whole Karen erupts in chatter. What would you like to do? Guys the Fallen would like to seek out Worm Herder. Okay. You approach Malcolm. Worm Herder, Rhea. Guides the Fallen. The question of the judgment. The Cairn and Sept are to fall back into Older Brother's hands. For it had returned to your hands. An alliance had been made with my Sept. Sept of the Five Mirrors. I am curious to know your stance on that. We will hold all old alliances that were fo- taken before our reclamation of this Cairn. We cannot throw away allies easily. The final nights are coming. And it would be foolish to poison the well just as we reclaim our home. Of course. A Sep's problems are a Sep's own. And mine will definitely uphold this. I'm certain that my Sept will stay with Sacred Stone. But certainly a communication must be given to them. Of course. We honor the Moon Path and we'd be happy to open the Moon Bridge tomorrow. I appreciate that. Since I plan on returning anyway for... My own errands. Is there anything you would like me to bring to the Elder and my other masters? Tell them that we strengthen the bonds, the spiritual bonds of this place, so that the lock remains shut 
and the storm remains in the earth. I will pass this along. Gaia's blessings be upon you. Gaia's blessings be upon you as well. So, the night's passing. Zeb, you find yourself in the Karen. It's quiet. There's no one here. You see the trees barren, the snow old, the sky dark, dimly lit, even though there's not a star in the sky. He's safe now. She is safe now. You hear in the distance. I'll move toward that voice. You see Dimitri huddled over in his Krynos form, cradling something. I'll move closer. Dimitri, brother, what is it? What's happened? I am I'm protecting her, Zeb. Protecting whom? And I'll look down to see what he's holding, or whom. Roy was right, Zeb. Nothing is more important than family. As you see the severed head of Veronica in his arms, bleeding into them as he's cradling it like a baby. Who is this, and what have you done? What have you done? Who is this? He's family, Zeb. Aren't you family? Haven't you had family before? Must always protect family. You don't protect them by murdering them. This is someone you knew. What have you done? And what has Roy told you? I stopped her from leaving. Family can never leave. I'm in Hamid right now. Yeah. Okay, I'll expend a rage to shift to Krynos. Okay. And I'm going to grab a hold of him. As he dissolves in your hands and the head drops and rolls on your feet as she looks up and she goes, Are you going to try and keep me too? As her eyes bleed into tears and she rots into the earth. And I'm going to look around. I'm still alone. Yeah, still alone. And I'll just, he'll like, he'll shout out. This demented attachment is disgusting and a veil for terrible acts and horrible misguided thoughts. I will not be dragged down like this. Zeb. You hear in the distance. And he'll move that way. So you move that way, you see Roy. He seems perfectly fine, normal, just doing his thing. Brother Roy. Brother Zeb, did you see Dimitri? I wanted to make sure he took my lesson to heart. I followed you on that lesson, Roy. And you knew what those family of yours were doing, poisoning those people. This veil that you've hidden behind is enough. And whatever you're saying to him to poison his mind too is enough. One more time I hear your words, twisted, again and again. And I'm gonna grab a hold of him. You can't let family go, Zeb. I won't let go of you. Can I touch him, Keegan? Yeah, as you touch him, he vanishes before you feel something rip through your back as you see a Krynos hand ripping out of your chest, holding your heart. Your family, Zeb. I will never let you go. Dance with me. As he vanishes and you feel yourself in Hamid, as you splash into a cold lake, as you feel yourself drowning, but you can start to swim, your heart and your chest healed. I gotta pull myself, I'm sure panicking, pulling up to the yep. surface. As you struggle and you bring yourself up to the surface, breathing heavily. The night sky is filled with so many stars, hundreds of stars. As you see a kind of pudgier man put his hand out and help pull you out, his hands adorned with beautiful golden rings and he wears a ceremonial cloak similar to that of the men of Kem. You'll need to watch your back. Time 
Time, Zebulon, is not predetermined, but strong echoes leave waves that reach into the past to warn us of imminent futures. You must always keep your eye on them. It is all I can do to save them. They can be. Perhaps, but you'll have to be vigilant. Anything they do could now be a slip. You know it. In your heart. You know it. Who are you, the one that parrots my own fears to me? One who has seen these echoes. One who would save you. And I shall keep my eye turned, stranger. Keep them turned, please. All I ask is that you watch yourself. There may be a time when they chase you, and I can give you something to slow the chase. You saw it in the dream. They will come from behind. When you least expect it, when you are faced with the terrible truths of what they've become. I'd sooner stand and fight than run. Let the end come. I'll stop them. You've heard the story of the last white howler. He ran. He ran from his fellows and howled his last to the Fianna. If it wasn't for him fleeing like that, the Fianna would have been caught unprepared and the spirals would have made an even greater mark in history than they already did. Zebulon, your counterpart in the Bible, walked into Egypt and was forced to stay there. You were forced out of Egypt and forced to never return. With, with this gift, I will prevent them from following you. And if you continue on the path, I promise you, you will be more, you will be a perfect balance of your forebear. One who can walk in and out of Egypt whenever he chooses. But you must keep an eye on them, or they will keep you out of the lands of your ancestors. Show me the way, so I might carry this message. As you see the path open up in the trails of dust. The gauntlet is your key. Your gnosis is strong, but so is Roy's. You will have to poison it, so that when you cross, he cannot. And the very threads of the gauntlet will cut his flesh. You will let the weaver do your work for you. As you receive the gift, poison the gauntlet. Alright. And you wake up the next day. Oh god. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Roy, you're on the southern trail. As you see Louis Earthwalker in his nice hiking garb and his nice thick jacket. Greetings, Louis. It's a pleasant morning. It is. It is brisk. Brisk, but it's December, so enjoy him while you can. Uh, How did you sleep, Louie? Fairly well, actually. I'm happy with the rulings of the the elders, quite frankly. Regender being executed is one of my greater fears. And depending on where he goes, I may follow him to that Karen. He's flawed, but he is a great he is a great Garu, and one that one can still learn much from. As long as you keep his shortcomings in mind, and they do not get in the way of his teachings, I see no problem with that. Nor do I, but we all have shortcomings. That's why we learn from many sources to cover them up within ourselves. Or you can learn what shortcomings you have, and then grow from grow those. Oh, for, absolutely. I just like to draw my pool from... Many sources. As many as I can. Anyway, the rite of contrition goes back all the way 
to before the times of rage, when the first pact between Garu and spirits were actually made. For spirits are alien creatures, Mindscape, to us. Truly, if you think about it, for they are fickle creatures, and their motives are not human. I'm certain you've come across that before. That I have. This was a way for us to apologize to spirits, as well as our fellow Garu. It is a way to heal the bonds, and it's very wolfish, which is what indicates how old it is. A lot of it is about throwing yourself and exposing your belly, a similar act of submission found in wolf packs when one has overstepped its bounds within the family. It must be, it must show submission to its parents, so to speak. Or if a young wolf leaves its pack to find and form a new family, it will do the same for the pack it is visiting if it wishes to join them without violence. And that's what I mean by it has deep roots in our lupus side. It's good to know, for I'm trying to get closer to my wolfish nature. For being born Hamid, I lack a lot of that. Yes, the, the I believe the Red Talons tend to call it the wolf heart, their instinct. I have heard legend that the first one to enact this rite was, in fact, a Bonar. A Bonar lupus from North Africa it seemed that before the Impergium even, this Bonar had entered the realm of a silent strider king without the proper howls. The king turned on him, and the Bonar showed his belly, performing the same rite he used on spirits. When he used it on the silent... The Silent Strider, the Silent Strider accepted. And that is how it became a traditional act. Well, once again, so the legends say. Legends are based on truths. They are. Another legend I had heard once is that it was actually enacted by a Geta Fenris, surprisingly enough. It's... <laughs> yes. Legend says that the Geta Fenris challenged a Silver Fang when the Silver Fangs were true heroes of the Garu Nation. The Get insulted the Fang, saying that he was no true warrior, and that his totem, which is odd because Falcon had, wasn't really well known for his combat prowess, which is why I'm curious that the Get said that his totem was the only thing that gave him any sort of authority. And so the Get attacked, and the Silver Fang defeated the Get, the Get, who was Lupus, showed his belly for he knew that he had done wrong, and swallowed his pride, and showed it to the Silverfang. <laughs> but don't let your friend Cora hear that story. I doubt she would take it well. Most Get don't. They call it Silverfang propaganda. Don't worry, I won't share that story with Cora. I've learned my lesson not to piss her off <laughs> multiple times in the past already. <laughs> well, good, good. All right, let us begin. All right, uh, George, I'm going to need you to roll Intelligence Rituals, difficulty 10 minus your dots in intelligence, so... Seven. I is a smart Garu. You learn it. You'll learn it in a week. Holy crap, that was close. Dimitri, Zeb, and Mark, 
You head on over to the River Spirit, who awakens. Guides the fallen. Reverend Spirit, me and some friends have come seeking knowledge about a particular ancient Garu, one who has lost his story amongst us. Right one, we seek knowledge of hunts from above, a Garu whose memory's been lost to this place. The name is familiar, but it has been many seasons. My water is different from those times. For many times has the snow melted and washed away memories down the stream. But I do recall something. Hunts from above had strong ties to falcon spirits. Very strong ties, for they are brood akin to Golden Eagle. And I know that the snake spirits were not fans of him thanks to his spiritual allies. Both would likely have knowledge of him. Thank you, Great One. We shall seek out Falcon and Snakes to speak to them about this great hunter. Um, and I will expend Gnosis in payment if it's only maybe just in the form of just, you know, some more snow. I thank you for your gift. And the water spirit recedes back into its home. Kyle, Regender is packing up and getting ready to leave the Karen. He has a few days to get everything in order before he leaves. And then the right satire rite will be performed on him in a couple days. Do you have a moment, final days? As he takes deep breath, as he seems to be trying to summon something within him before he nods and just smiles. He looks at you. He gives his signature warm smile, though his face is significantly more haggard than you've seen for some time. Of course, Kyle. Of course. And Kyle will just hug him. As you see kind of the shock on his face before he reaches over and places his hands around Kyle. It won't really feel like home. I appreciate that. But they've spoken, and it seems I didn't make this place feel like home to many. Perhaps not. But this is my goodbye, not theirs. (laughs) So it is. So it is. I'm glad to have you here at the end of my time here. I wish it had all played out differently. As do I. I had my mentor before me, who was the elder of this Karen. So do many, if not all, especially those who fight in this apocalypse war. No, I'll have to start my dream elsewhere. Perhaps it was foolish to try and do it here with so many tensions that already ran high when I became elder. Perhaps I was too iron-fisted. Perhaps not enough, though I know where your answer lies. (laughs) I still do believe in your dream. That does my heart good. I instilled the lesson, even if I was a poor example of it. I promise you've instilled more than one. As he pulls you in close and he whispers something in your ear, you will have to work with a more broken nation than I started with, and I am truly sorry for that. I wish this worked sooner, but I know that there's discontent running around in Chimera's tribe. I've already heard that most have left the Sept of the Steel Mountain for different Karens, and many are heading west. They're planning something, Kyle. I don't know what, but I fear that it will be a major blow to the nation. I'll keep my eyes open, as always. Well, I will be an Athro again in a few days. <laughs> just to get Elder, just to lose it again. I'm sure there's a tale in there somewhere your friend Dimitri could sing about. <laughs> well, better to have attained it and dropped lower than to be back with me. <laughs> Perhaps. 
Perhaps you'd be feel more comfortable telling me off at that rank. Maybe, but you wouldn't want me to reach Athra before you. <laughs> As he puts both of his hands on your shoulder and he looks at you, he takes a deep breath and his face gets serious. Kyle, I am concerned for Cora. She came to me asking me for her name, and she has forgotten half of it, and the half that earned her that name. Her truth spoke much louder than I think she meant to, and I fear that she may lose herself to the rage like many get do. Remind her of her compassion. Remind her of... Remind her of the love and compassion she felt for others before she felt the weight of expectation of her tribe. She grew to be a prominent... She grew strong as a Geta Fenris because of her supposed flaws that they attribute to her, not despite of them. Try and remind her. I will. As her alpha, I suppose, but as her friend. Thank you. If you ever need anything, wherever you end up, I'm sure we could find some time to help. I'll keep that in mind. I'll give give you a howl. Send a spirit, since I can't enter this place. Or if I find out that you're in another Karen, I'll try and meet you there. That sounds like a plan. <sighs> It'll be a while since I see my child again as well. How have, how have you been since? It has been difficult. <sighs> they live with kin right now, up in Denver. They don't know it yet, but the paperwork's nearly done so that they will be with those kin for forever, until they come of age. I can't drag them along with me. They are not changed, and there is a good chance that they are only human. And it's not fair to drag them on this warpath, especially after their mother was turned and I had to destroy her. I suppose it's not, but it doesn't make it any easier. No. No, it doesn't. No. No, it doesn't. We'll keep a fetch on them. I'll do what I can for them, but for now, they'll have to see this as an abandonment. And I only pray to Gaia that they'll forgive me when they're older and understand why. I'll still be allowed to die for their future. And that's the best gift that your friends gave me with summoning that spirit. I need to thank them properly. I'm sure you do. It's a child of Gaia's duty to make sure that all tribes are appreciated and that bridges are built. Build them with your friends. Show them what I could not. I'll do my best, but I think before any bridges get built, there's still much going on around here that needs to be dealt with. Yes. Yes, there is. Cora, you're hanging out in the woods, just doing some sept guard duty as you hear the crunching of snow moving through the Karen, getting closer to you. I will turn towards it and see who it is. You see Tatiana Guts the Weak staring at you with an absurd level of intensity. <laughs> Spectacular. <laughs> Didn't even have to roll it. It just happens. What would you like to do? <laughs> no. Um. Cora will to the smile and gets the weak Rhea. Two hearts? What an interesting thing you said. As she puts the hammer down and leans on it, when the Incarnate of Truth spoke. Lesser Garu. Yes. I tend to have a lot of pride. Hmm. Do you back it up with anything? Or do you let your pack do it for you? I think that 
I couldn't back it up against you, though the pride is still there. Maybe you should temper it. I recall at the last get moot that you were embarrassed. You would have thought that would have cut down your pride a little bit. Maybe it did a little bit, and I'm aware that it needs to be tempered. It's a learning process. should learn quickly. Not all get elders even-tempered as I. As you see her smile, and you feel the rage radiating off of her, like you see snow like melting around her feet. I'm sure that I have many more lessons to come in regards to tempering my pride. I will learn the lesson well, I'm sure. Uh, what's your willpower? God Sam? damn it. Uh, my willpower is six. Awesome. I don't feel like it's going to be awesome. So she's staring and thankfully you're feeling okay as she goes, good. You have some nerve. It's very good. And she smiles and goes, you didn't flee. Good. Maybe some of the pride is earned. Perhaps a little bit. Mm, that was the wrong thing to say. So for three turns, you're just stuck. You can't move. Cool. As she just radiates this anger and you're just like <laughs> locked up, smiles, and she just goes, not that great though. I'll let you keep the dagger because you seem to lose lots of things, including your nerve and your sense. Try and be a better get. I hear that your alpha is a child of Gaia. Perhaps they'll teach you to suckle and grow strong off your mother's teat. And then you can return to the wolves, a true warrior. But I leave today. I have no interest in anything here now that Carson is gone and judgment has been rendered on the others. So all I will say is good luck. And I'll be sure to speak your name at the fire at my home, Karen. We will talk of Korra two hearts. One heart full of pride, the other one a gaping hole, seeking conviction. As the turn is over and she goes, Be well, Korra. As she grabs you by the like your shoulder blade and she pulls you in for a hug. As you are slammed into what feels like your face getting like bashed into a boulder from like a rock hard muscle. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. As you just feel her feel the strength like leaking over you, she goes, You will be well, yes? I will do my best. Good. Be a proper get for me next time. Try not to roll over after my every word. And she walks away. <laughs> Relief and anger at the same time. <laughs> As you see Zeb, Mark, and Dimitri heading off in the spirit world near you, marching together in a merry little company. Having fun, boys? We're gonna go talk to some falcon spirits. Sounds much better than my conversation. the conversation I just had. Enjoy. We're going to le learn about a warrior if you want to come. Yeah, sure. Why not? Is everything okay, Two Hearts? Well, she didn't cut me in half. Mark will kind of look at her and raise an eyebrow and assume and say, Guts the weak. Yep. Look, my guts are not spilt yet. <laughs> Let's go talk to some spirits. As you approach several falcon spirits and they talk about how they do remember Agaru of that name, how he climbed the highest stones here, and in his bravery, he used his wings for flight, a typical Uktena gift, 
but he would not unfurl them to the last moment where he would leap off mountains and clouds, claws down to attack Banes before activating his wings and slamming down into them. They called him brave and foolhardy for a thurge, sometimes calling him the false Arun, and that it is said that some of his legends and his greatest story are locked away in a spiritual demi-realm in the sky, said that to have hidden paths and four-armed guardians of blue skin and flaming swords with tanned hides of runes that carry his story and the story of other members of Older Brother if one is brave enough to climb the clouds to find it. While this is being described, Mark is going to be like doing some glyph play, I mm-hmm. guess, for uh, Zeb and kind of see... Uh, The imagery I'm going for is kind of like, you know, little gnosis uh, lines that are combining, like, the glyphs for, like, Arun and Thurge, pretty much. Okay. And then, like, maybe maybe give, like, not necessarily, like, glyph meaning, but, like, wings. Kind of like bird Mm -hmm. pun. You'd probably choose a glyph for bird. Okay. And I'd kind of point at Zeb and go, here you go. Maybe something like this. Thank you. But yes, if you climb the, climb high and look through the clouds, you may find the library. You must find the waves of rivers in the clouds. Find those, and the path will be will go right to you. Though the skies are clear now, it'll be probably a few days, if not a week, before the clouds have returned. He'll offer gnosis. In this case, like I'll form it like as a fresh kill. As the falcon looks it over, grabs it, and just starts throwing it around before lifting it up and swallowing it whole. Two days pass, and the whole Karen's around as you hear the Galliard call. Ah, final days, bringer of peace, mender of Karen's, as you hear laughter and howls. He who would unite 11 tribes and cast out two. What a master of unity. One who can't count, as you hear more laughter. As others go through, as they start telling stories about Regender's accomplishments, but start really highlighting the bad stuff, even in great moments. As everyone laughs, as you see people pick up stones, and they start pelting Regender with stones. Laughing, dancing, singing songs of his failures and betrayals. As one goes, he will live to see the final days. As you hear another one call out, Possibly because he will bring it. Prophecies have been known to be wrong, as another one calls out. Yes, but I think the prophecies were right with this one. For his incompetent, for his foolishness does scream finality for us and for Gaia. And he leaves the edges of the bond to walk, or hitchhike, possibly, to the sept of the unified heart all the way in Seattle. It has been a week. Roy, you have completed your mastery of the rite of contrition. As Louis goes, you've learned well, Roy. I'm glad I could help you, and I'm glad that you've taken interest in the rights of our people. Rights don't belong just to the Philodox and the Thurges, and many forget that. I appreciate your tutelage. It will not be gone to waste. 
and I will learn more rights as necessary in the future. Good. They are part of our people and part of our history, and in time I will pass pass them along to the next generation. As you hear in the back of your head, why bother? There's not going to be a next generation. They weren't joking when Final Days said they said Final Days' name comes from the apocalypse coming. Why are you saying such nice shit to keep this guy going? Is it so he'll teach you the good rights? Make your life easier? Louie, I have a question for you, though. Sure. What usually brings about voices in the head? Spirits? Um, some would call it inner monologue. Uh, what's your willpower, Roy? Six. You feel like this is a good enough answer. Uh, fucking 15 dice. Thank you, Louie. Sure. Sometimes it's stress. So if you ever wish to vent your stresses, please, I'd be happy to help. I know that sometimes we are close to our pack, but sometimes you want to hear an outside perspective. Speaking of, as you see, Cora, Dimitri, Mark, and Zeb. So as you see them marching off towards a reflexive surface in the Karen, Zeb, you hear in the back of your head, keep an eye on him. It's best that you keep an eye on him. Bring him along. Brother Roy. Brother Zeb. You are a faithful help to our last rite. Come along. Be part of my rank challenge here now. We go to seek wisdom on a great warrior. The more we learn together, the closer we become, yes? Yes. Very well. Alright, so yeah, we'll collect up Roy. And then go find Kyle. Okay. Kyle, you see the groups? The, gr- the whole group coming up to, to you. What are we up to? Guards the Loria. My journey here is part of my challenge, and the others have kindly come along to go and learn more of Hunts from Above. A name lost to the history of this cairn, but important. And this falcon spirits we've talked to have told us to ascend much higher. And so, fate dancers allowed me to take those close to me along. I would hope that you would allow your pack and yourself to accompany us. Of course. I look forward to calling you honored equal. Thank you, Rhea. And we'll see how that journey goes next time. Thank you to everyone who listened. We will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now.